this scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship video by St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on May 15, 2022. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Gospel as it is written in the Gospel according to St. John chapter 13. Glory to you. And when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love one for another. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Real tears, not just tears about where my team Hawthorne is on the ladder. Real tears. All things new. Wow, that's bound to pique the interest of 21st century consumers and seekers of eternal youth, isn't it? Everything new. Well, I personally appreciate things that have seen a bit of life. I like finding old things and either restoring them or repurposing them. And as we age and acquire more memories, we're more likely to appreciate older things by necessity and by nostalgia. I also appreciate new things, like new furniture, carpet and appliances in the home. I enjoy the comfort and the crisp, unmarked cleanliness before the first visit by the grandchildren. And when I buy a new pair of shoes, I walk with just a little bit more of a spring in my step, That's as long as they don't pinch, or, and as long as I don't see lots of puddles in my pathway to ruin that new leather. Sometimes things as simple as new clothes can make us look, feel, and act differently. Yeah, a friend bought a new balaclava, and he's been acting strangely ever since. We hardly ever see him at night. Another middle-aged friend of mine, balding, uh, his driving habits have changed since he's purchased that new convertible. You know what I'm talking about. People do change, don't they? And they buy new things around them. Sometimes new things do something to us all. That thing not previously known or owned, the shiny surfaces and smart technology that exist in sharp, exciting contrast with the old. And we just have to have that latest phone, don't we? The adventure of learning, exploring, touching and smelling are all heightened when we get something new. Remember the... No, I can't remember the first time I bought a new car. Um, somebody else's new car, I remember smelling that. Remember your first set of rollerblades, or your scooter, or your push bike. You got excited and couldn't wait to try that thing out, like 
when I get a new tool for my workshop, present something new. Yes, God presents new things to us. In that uh, first reading, something new was happening. Salvation was not for the Jews only, but for Gentiles as well. A new heaven and earth. Already God is starting to create that new heaven and earth through the proclamation of Jesus Christ risen from the dead, saviour for all people. As we recall those wonderful feelings experienced when we get new earthly things, God invites us in the second last chapter of the Bible to focus on, focus on even greater, a greater new gift. With it comes all the mystery and wonder and joy of the beauty of something new which will never lose its sheen which will never lose its excitement or its unique value. Try and grasp the eternal newness of God's gift as you hear again what was revealed to St. John in Revelation chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning or crying or pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the waters of life without payment. Imagine the Apostle John's wonder and joy where the angel of the Lord showed him this new heaven and new earth. So new, so dazzling, so amazing and beyond comparison that it must have been near impossible to describe it adequately. Well, we could think it's far too good to be true, but God deceives no one. What was shown to John is true, and the joy we will experience is something to truly look forward to. On this earth, we desire new things and love the good feelings that they give us, but new things gradually wear out, break down, fade and fall apart or even fall out of favour. I'm still waiting for cheese fondue sets to make a comeback. Hopefully mine's not too rusty by then. Even unused and sitting on a shelf, things don't last forever. All the efforts we make to get them, are they actually worth it? The heartache and the fears and the tears when they remain beyond our reach. And the newness when we do get them, that doesn't last so long, frustrating us. But this new heaven and the new earth, John declares, is a gift. God's gift to all who trust in him. A gift that doesn't wear us down. A gift as his gifts are given to us to build us up, not to burden us. God gives us gifts of life. Those who endure and persevere in faith will receive a gift so incomprehensible, no words or explanation can truly do it justice. 
Such is the beauty, the joy, the never-ending newness of this heavenly gift. Amazingly, despite our unworthiness, God gives us this gift. Your sins, my sins, don't count us out. God works to make us new in this life through his forgiveness. This is the power of God's forgiveness in Christ for all people. This morning, God will give eternal life as a gift. The baptism of a young uh, infant, grace, here in our next service. And God reaffirms his gift of grace to each of us in his words of absolution and peace, inviting us to sit at his table and to commune as his new creation in the power of his renewing spirit. Creating a new community, heaven already on earth, changing the hearts of people, transforming us, renewing us, making us completely new with a new commandment to love one another as he has first loved us. And even now God is wiping away the tears which in the new Jerusalem will be wiped away forever. Still, that we still struggle with the newness of this eternal gift, not being able to understand it, see or yet fully experience this new heaven and earth leads us to want to perhaps shun this gift for having little worth right now. You know, pie-in-the-sky sort of theology. Or that its newness is so close it's rather uncomfortable and we aren't quite ready for it. What this new kingdom might require of me, that I might have to let some of the old things go. Well, the process of God making us new does involve some pain for us in this life but he continues to work in us to reveal unexpected joys and blessings on the path to righteousness. God promises to make all things new. And that includes me and you. The new heaven and the new earth God is preparing for us will be better than any new gift we might receive or anything we work for in these days. God is present with us now, fitting us for heaven and heaven for us. Unlike the pain for gain we endure in this life, there is and will be no payment for the gift that God is giving us. He promises to the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The payment's already been made. The shedding of the blood of his son for all humanity. And God's promise is this, you will be part of the heavenly congregation when you believe in the one who he has sent. This new heaven and a new earth is for you, God's personal gift to you, one through the death and resurrection of his son Jesus. In the shedding of his blood on the cross, in his resurrection victory and words of forgiveness and life, in the bestowal of faith at baptism, in the mystery of the word made flesh present in the sacrament of the altar, And in our trust and remembering him, God is making all things new. All things, including you and I, and all who look to him in faith. So Lord, continue. May your kingdom continue to come to us and through us, that the world might give you glory as I see our lives transformed by your love. Holy Spirit, write these things on our hearts. God's word is trustworthy and true. Amen. Ah,